the meeting point between Parshas Paro and Parshas Shemini is so unmistakable, so unavoidable, it's staggering. We have on the one hand in Parshas Shemini at the beginning, on the eighth day of the Miluim, when several karbonos are offered, we have prominently featured an Egel ben Bakar lechatas. We have a calf being offered as a sin offering, which Rashi brings down from the Medrash Tanchuma, that it atones for the Cheta Egel. It demonstrates to everyone that the Bnei Shal were forgiven for that Chet. And yet, on the other hand, in Parshas Para, the Para Aduma, the ritual carried out by the Kohen, we find another Medrash which explains that the mother cow comes along and cleans and atones for the mess created by its child, its calf. The Para Aduma as well atones for the Egel. But the connections between our Parshios and the Egel do not stop there. We find that when Aaron is being charged to come close to do the Avodah, he hesitates. Moshe Rabbeinu famously tells him, why are you embarrassed? Why, why are you so bashful? Come forward. This is what you were called upon to do. But if you look in the Medrash, the Sifra brings down that when Aaron saw the Mizbeach, the Karne Mizbeach, like a Rorschach test, he froze because he was seeing the likeness of a calf, the likeness of an ox. He didn't want to come close. He's seeing the Egel replaying itself, and he doesn't want to come close. And yet, Moshe Rabbeinu nudges him. He nudges him to come close, and yet the Pasuk has to tell us that both Moshe and Aaron went in together. Why did Moshe and Aaron have to go in together? The Medrash brings down, once again, that even when Aaron went in, and they were expecting the fire to come down and the Hashrat HaShchina to take place, and even then, even after Moshe nudged Aaron, do this, this is what you were chosen for, this is your big moment, and it still didn't work. Imagine the embarrassment of Aaron HaKohen. Why Aaron HaKohen should have to suffer such a thing. And yet, I would call it adding insult to injury, but it's just the opposite. Adding injury to insult. Aaron HaKohen has already been insulted. He was hesitant to do this. He, didn't, he could almost not forgive himself for what took place at the Chayta Egel. Moshe Rabbeinu nudged him anyway and said, don't worry, you got this. And even then, it still didn't work. And Aaron needs to call on Moshe to go in with him so that things will finally fall into place. And then, after such insult, the greatest possible injury, the loss of two of his sons. This is what Aaron undergoes at this time. And imagine how unfair it must feel. Imagine the lack of equity when a Kohen performs the rite of para aduma to purify others, but he has to contaminate himself in the process. Imagine what Aaron Cohen went through at the scene of the Chayta Egel when he was merely trying to stall for time to hopefully withhold the Bnei Israel from committing an act of murder and maybe stifling just a little bit the Avodah Zarah that would take place, all to save Klal Yisrael. And now Aaron Cohen suffers not just the embarrassment, but the sting, the, the injury to insult in the loss of two of his sons. Aaron hesitated going in. He was sure there was something wrong. For some reason, he was not worthy. He could not go through with this. And all of his fears are confirmed, even after Moshe Rabbeinu encourages him to keep going. How is this fair? What, what's, what's, uh, what's an Aaron Cohen supposed to do with all of this? What is the only appropriate response? And the only appropriate response is, Vayidom Aaron. And Aaron was quiet. 
Aram was right. He was concerned. His fears were confirmed. And it's just not fair. Why should he have to suffer through this? He has to suffer to atone for others. That is the quintessential chok. It's not fair. We don't really have answers. And sometimes, even when we're in the middle of doing the avoda, the avoda that we perhaps think we're not worthy to do, and we are not just humble, but we are within, we are within our right mind and we know that maybe it's not for us, and yet we're being pushed to do it anyway, and we're trying our very best to do the Avodah Hashem. You typed up a Devar Torah, and then the file got deleted. You were trying to daven, but every other distraction came and kept you from your kavana. You're trying to help others, and because of that, you missed the minion. You were trying to do your part to, to bolster the Avodah Hashem of others, and you found that you were falling short in your own somehow. It's not fair. The humility in the face of the quintessential chok, the humility in the face of the gzeir samelech. It's something that's truly inspiring, and it's really the only appropriate response. It's the reality check that says we don't have all the answers to why things aren't fair in life. We know that it's a gzeir from the melech. Hashem knows what he's doing. And if it means sometimes we have to put ourselves down to put others up, that's what's being charged of us. That's what's charged for the Kohen. And we should be Zoha to be able to stand in the face of sometimes such embarrassment, in the face sometimes of insult, in the face of injury. And we should be Zoha to accept the Gzerah to be silent at the right time, not to ask too many questions, but to accept it as it is. And through that schos, we should be Zoha to not only the ultimate purity, but the ultimate gula. The mayor of Yemenah.